Hello, everyone. You're listening to J Movie Talk as I'll be talking the movie Scream 4. What's your favorite scary movie? Here is my Withboro Massacre anniversary question. What is your favorite scary movie? What's your favorite scary movie? One generation's tragedy is the next one's a joke. What is your favorite scary movie, man? I'll show you. This week marks the anniversary of the infamous Woodsboro murders. Local celebrity victim, Sydney Prescott, chose to return to her hometown. Welcome home, Sydney. Watch the preview of coming events. What do you want? Who is this? He's trying to do ghost face. I'm standing. Do we? What's going on? It is not public information. It's all over the internet. It is? There's a killer out there patterning his murders after the original movie. It's time for someone new to die. The unexpected is the new cliche, and virgins can die now. Does that mean that I'm not going to live as long as these two? Clearly. To be the new version, the killer should be filming the murders. Dale! Dale, behind you! Go ahead if you have the guts. Not to implicate him. He can't kill Sydney. She's victim royalty. Not true. Sid's expendable. Point taken. Guaranteed third act main cast bloodbath. Fingers crossed on some nudity for a change. For your last question, name the remake of the groundbreaking Halloween, Texas Chainsaw, Dawn of the Dead, The Hills Have Eyes, Amityville Horror, Christmas House of Wax, Pop Night, Night Bloody Valentine. It's one of those, right? None of the above. I'll be right back. I know this one, you're not supposed to say that, are you? You should have seen the look on your face. And joining me for this episode, you've heard her all of last year, pretty much. I'm exaggerating that a little bit, but for the last half of 2021, you heard her a part of the J Movie Talk podcast. I'm talking about the one, the only, the Kirby of this podcast, one Keita Hubbard. How you doing? God, no. Hello, Jay. Thank you for having me back. I am, oh my, my God, I have a 4.0, and my IQ is something over 100. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is uh, me in this episode. <laughs> well, I, look, I gave, you, I, I gave you that introduction. I said Kirby because, I mean. I know. She, it's actually well, a compliment, but yes, it I, is. I like the girl in, in, in the beginning. So I, I had to use that before my memory just like, oh, what was that I was supposed to say? <laughs> well, I mean, we're we, we going to talk about Kirby because she is a fan favorite of this movie and of the franchise, actually. She um, is? Really? I, yes. Her, yes, Kirby. Hayden Pantier. Yeah, she, she's a fan Yeah, I know who she people, is. People, huh. people. There, okay, there's a. Before we actually get started in this, there's a section of like the fandom who they don't believe that she's dead. Spoiler alert. Yeah, I saw that. Right. right. Yeah, they okay. don't believe that she died. But, 
So, do they bring that character back, or she's one of the the killers or something? Like, how would they play it? Because her, I know I'm jumping ahead, but her scene with the the whole phone call in the movie, I was like, I'm not even a horror fan. That that's cool to do. Like, that's real cool how she hit that. But just acting wise, and in France, yeah. by the way. I mean, I don't know if I could rattle that off like that, but yeah. Oh, um, you could. You gotta go. Oh my god! Oh my god! Chase off! Oh my god! Oh my! <laughs> you gotta do all that. <laughs> nah, I, ain't gonna, I ain't gonna do all. I ain't gonna do all this silly shit, but but I'm pretty sure I could rattle off a, a bunch mm-hmm. of movies like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm excited for this episode. By the way, that's why I have a lot of energy. All right, well that's good. All right, so. Screen four, uh, continuing talking about the screen franchise. Here we are at screen four, thank god, because screen three, ugh. but um, yeah, it's, it's a blur. Ten, ten years have blur. passed. Um, and Sydney Prescott, who's put herself back together thanks in part to her writing, is visited by Ghostface Killer. That's a synopsis, and is once again directed by Wes Craven. Unfortunately, this was his last film, um, you know, because uh, he passed away a few years after and everything. Um, but just your just your overall take with this franchise um, and everything. Like, oh, I, I love the Scream movies. I love the Scream movies. It just is weird. I'm not a horror fan, but I like the Scream movie, like the Saw, I like the scary movie. Maybe because it has, like, comedy in it, kind of, like, human comedy in it. That's probably why I like it more. But the screen, I always liked it. When I first introduced, I'm like, I'm not watching this. I was a kid watching this. And then, you know, eventually I got the screen three. It's a blur. But screen four, I was like, bet it's coming back. It should be fun. Hopefully it's better than three. And it had its moments. You know, I was just more of a, a, I guess, a super fan of the original cast, not not um you know not 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 not, not her cousin. Oh God! But no, overall I like it. Just every each one is different, it's unique kind of, and it just have a different story. And yes, we know the main character. She's always like the sole survivor of Sydney. But overall, like I would recommend people watch it. It's like how you feel about the Halloween movies, kind of. I feel about the the screen movies. And by the way, I saw mm. all like I don't know, should I say shenanigans or ripoffs off the Halloween movies in these screen movies after watching Halloween with you? Well, okay. Uh, this year, last year. <laughs> okay. Like, okay, I'm glad. I'm <laughs> I glad you. See, I'm know, glad you brought that up. Go ahead. Because, and I don't know how that happened. I don't know if they ever talked about it. Um. But yeah, th- there are a lot of references to the Halloween films in Scream, and you would think because of the fact that Wes Craven did Nightmare on Elm Street that there would be more references to Nightmare on Elm Street. But this is more Halloween, and I always wonder like how they went about that for some reason. Yeah, I, I was sitting there like, oh, I know this stuff. <laughs> like, the stuff of the, like, the small town, the girl, stuff like that. And I was reflecting. I was like, wow, all these years be watching screen, I never watched Halloween. It's like, oh, I see it. But yeah, you got a good point. Yeah, I don't know. Because, I mean, go, look, going back to the first movie, I, one of my favorite and what they call 
meta scenes is when Jamie Kennedy as Randy is in the house watching Halloween and he's like, Jamie behind you, Jamie behind you. And Ghostface is literally coming up behind him. And the fact that his name is Jamie in real life, he's looking at Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween saying behind you. I say that's that's one of my favorite, like what they call meta type scenes, because it's basically him, him saying to the audience in a way that the killer is behind him. Like I said, it's one of those weird things, but it works. It's crazy. Um, but uh, before we get too too far into talking about all the scream stuff, um, the cast. Um, of course we have the Trinity returning of Nev Campbell as Sidney Prescott, Courtney Cox, not Courtney Cox, our kid, because. Her and old David are not together anymore. But I didn't even know that until like earlier today. I was like, wait, are they still together? And I was like, oh, let me check. I, just, I was just, you know, because we were doing a funeral or whatever. I was like, oh, they not. Okay. Because I was like, was was she, remember he had a wrestling comeback? Because I was like, was she yeah. there for that? No, <laughs> no, like, she wasn't part of it. That, that, yeah. that was him having his midlife crisis, I guess. But, um, no, but but it's funny they're not together in real life, but the characters are still together. So she's Gil Weathers Riley, and of course you have David Arquette as Dewey Riley, and then you get a bunch of freaking cameos in this movie at the beginning. You know, you, the it's like they said yes, it was a lot of stars from a different eras of like TV shows or well Disney Channel. I saw uh, the dude from OC Adam Brody. Shout out to him. Hey. And the one dude, what's his name? Uh, Charlie. I was like, I know him. And I was like, wait, he's the brother of um, what's his name from Home Alone? That's his brother. I was like, oh damn. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Rory. Yeah, yeah, Rory Culkin. As yeah, a... I was like, he looks familiar. I was like, he gotta be related to him. And I looked at him. I was like, oh, yeah, he's related to him. Yeah. Um. Well, like I said, you got a bunch of characters. You got um. Sinead Grimes, who's probably best known from Degrassi, Lucy Hale, you know, um, Anna Paquin, Kristen Bell, they show up. Um, mm-hmm. And then you have Allison Bree, who's probably best known from uh, Community and Glow. You know, she plays that bitchy um, assistant to uh, Sidney Prescott. <laughs> or whatever the hell she was. Yeah. Um, which is kind of funny seeing her play that type of character because she's always known for playing like the nice goody two shoe character and everything. Um, then you get Hayden Pantier as Kirby, Emma Roberts as Jill, uh, Marley Shelton as Deputy Judy Hicks, who unlike oh, un- unlike Kirby, yeah, a lot of people do not like her, and she's coming back for Scream Five, so. Yeah, cringe when I saw that. I was like, she just she's in the wrong one. She didn't be in the scary movie ones. <laughs> she's in the wrong one, I think. Hey, franchise. I, 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 I think she but, is. But it, I mean, I I don't have a problem. Maybe because I am a Marley Shelton fan. Maybe that's why I feel a yeah. certain type of way about it. But I mean, she I, was fine in her character. I just think maybe she had fit more in. But at the same time, she was a young. You know, deputy or whatever. So maybe this movie, she's more mature. Maybe we will see. Yeah, we'll see. Cause I mean, um, 
time has passed from 2011 to 2022. So maybe she. Yes, I feel so old. <laughs> maybe maybe she you know maybe she's a little bit more uh world weird kind of like how dewey kind of matured over time you know as the franchise I went along hate his name but i know but it's just the way they say the dewey i'm like oh my god like y'all couldn't call him like christopher or something or tom uh I, I just well, I, I mean I guess it fits in. It's it's unique, you know, it, with the franchise, but yeah, <sighs> look, it's better than what he's called in screen three. Hey, Dewdrop. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Dewdrop. That's it. Oh God. Nightmares. Poor 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 lady from Pro Wrestling. But um oh you had uh Mary McDonald in this one too. I'm, I was like, oh, I forgot she was in this one. Yeah, she's in here. Um, and then, of course, you brought up Adam Brody and uh, Anthony Anderson played the two doofy cops. You know, why they gotta do the black people like that in the movie? Like, I, I know the whole joke or whatever, but why he gotta get stabbed in the forehead? Like, you couldn't have stabbed his fat ass in the stomach. I mean, he oh. wasn't that fat at the time, but like, I put it like uh, this. Look, I'd rather get stabbed. I would rather get stabbed in the forehead than have my name being Haas. So, yeah. Because right. that's what Adam Brody, Adam Brody character name is Haas. Okay. I'd rather take the name. Because in the forehead, it's like he ain't do nobody. Well, they didn't do nobody else like that. Like, it, I, I was kind of like, hmm, okay. It's kind of messed up. And then he was just dramatic with the, with his own ending. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, you gotta overact, I guess. But um, but uh, okay. So the movie starts off in a very interesting way because we get these two young girls. They're talking about you know picking a movie to watch and this, that, and the other. And it's like, okay, who are these? You're like, who are these broads? Right? That's what you're thinking. And then they get killed off real quick, and it's like. At first, you're thinking, oh, okay, this is how it's going to start off. Because generally, that's how the movies start off with, you know, two random people at the beginning. They get killed, and then everything kind of, you know, kicks off from there. But then you get this zoom out, and it says, stab six. So it's like, oh, this is so, okay, so they're watching, you know, the movie inside the movie, you know, that's based on what Sidney Prescott life is, right? And then you get to where um, Anna Paquin and uh, Kristen Bell they're the ones that's watching Scream 6. And then they start talking about like how how horror movies, you know, are crap and you know, and all the sequels and prequels and everything. So basically they're kind of talking about at that time how you were getting a lot of prequels. You were getting a lot of sequels, reboots, and all that type of stuff. And then out of nowhere, Kristen Bell stabs the shit out of Anna Packwood's character. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> like, what is this? <laughs> Like, what, wait a minute, what is happening? Yeah, so, I was so confused. I was like, wait, is she in the movie? <laughs> I was like, oh, it, it okay, did. I'm interested. I was excited <laughs> when I first saw it. Yeah, it's like, what the hell? And then you realize, oh, wait a minute. This is Stab 7. <laughs> and somebody, two other girls is watching this. So then they start talking about it. So my question is like, how do you feel about how they opened the movie with basically poking fun 
at what was going on at the time of like sequels and prequels with movie franchises in general. I at first I was so confused, but when I rewatched it, I was like, oh, this is funny. I liked it. It was just something like fun to get on. And then like the the final one, I was like, wait, is this a you know stab zero or something? And then we find out it's not. <laughs> so I'm thinking they keep going and going, but they finally stop. But no, it was good. I liked the uh, opening. Yeah, I mean, and that's always been one thing about this franchise of how Kevin Williamson, the writer, Wes Craven, have always kept this franchise fresh in the sense of, okay, we're going to we're going to keep our ears to what's going on current, and we're going to kind of poke fun of it. And that's another reason why I'm kind of looking forward to uh, screen watching Screen Five because. It's is going to be interesting to see, okay, because a lot has changed from 2011 to now, you know, just in that 10 year span. So it's going to be interesting, like, okay, well, what what avenue, what road they're going to go down? I mean, going back to Evil Dies Tonight and the whole Haddonfield mob and how, you know, that whole thing, what it was saying about that. It's going to be interesting to see, like, okay, what are they going to do here? Because, I mean, even though Wes Craven is not involved with the new one, Kevin Williamson still is the writer and hopefully, yeah. you know, he has, you know, a little bit more input because he's not directing it. It's these two guys that's directing it. Um, so it's going to be interesting. Producer, right? Yeah, he, yeah. Producer. And I think he's still, I think he wrote the screenplay for, cause he wrote the screenplay for all of them. Uh, Kevin Williamson did. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they kind of play with that whole meta thing as far as being, you know, very self-aware of what's going current and everything. Yeah, before you go back to screen four, even with the trailer, what like with the whole door thing, you know how you open your door. I was like, "Nay, we we not, we not getting that." <laughs> like when the girl was riding with the phone, I was like, "Yeah, nah, nah." Like that's up to date stuff. So I like that. Like I know it was like a clip or whatever, but I was like, oh, "Okay, they all bring up to date stuff too to the franchise." Yeah. Because, I mean, there, there's also a scene, because I saw it in the trailer, there's a scene where there's a girl that's in the house on a phone. And it's like, hmm, that's interesting because, you know, nowadays, you don't really have a lot of house phones because everybody got a freaking cell phone. Like, what do you really need a house phone for? Um, and plus everything being wireless, so you don't need it for the computer anymore. So, right, unless she say, "Dad, my father keep you know he still have a home phone." Let me ask her. Like they can go with that line or something like that. So yeah, so it makes me wonder, like, okay, is that gonna be like, is that a stab movie or something? You know, like that that's going on. Maybe I like, say so just have to wait and see, um, with the movie like that. So after that, we get to where the two girls that's watching screen, not screen, stab seven, which we realize, oh, okay, this is where the the real movie is actually going. And in a roundabout way, you was basically getting two girls talking about a movie, a movie inside of a movie, watching a movie, until you finally get to the real movie and everything, which I thought was kind of cool. So once again, that's that whole meta thing. And these are the two girls who get you know, killed in the very beginning first 
and it kind of kicks everything off like that um and everything and i mean this movie is a lot better than scream 3 i mean let's let's get that elephant out of the <laughs> out of the room right now it is I remember oh. a little bit from Screen 3, but I blocked it out on purpose. It's just like, oh, that did happen in that. It's just, I don't know, this one was more like I was excited for. And I don't know, it's like, 1 and 2 is good, always. But like, 3 is like, it's one. It's like that bad, like, like okay, can, can we come back with a 4 and make it better? The only thing 4 I don't like is one of the main characters. You might be like, why? But I just, I tell you when you keep going on, but I just don't like one of the main characters. What but I don't, she, I don't know if she's a main character. I, mean, I mean, Jill Roberts, I, I just, I couldn't stand that character. It just, maybe the way oh, they position the, the her cousin? in this movie. Yeah, the, I just. Well, I put it like this. I liked her, I like her better than Roman being her, being Sydney's uh, half brother that we never knew anything about. Oh, we get a half brother out of nowhere and everything. So I had no problem with Jill as from the aspect of being her cousin, but I can no, kind of see. N- not that part, just the acting of like she, it just maybe somebody else can like feel. Like, I didn't take her seriously with the role of, you know, oh, okay. spoiler, yeah. portraying her or whatever and being aggressive, I would say. It just took. Like the the cousin, that's fine. That's a backstory, whatever. You are gonna get that in movies, but it's just the, her character itself is like, okay, wow, I'm related to uh, Julia Roberts, and I forgot her father's name, whatever. Oh, well, let's give her a, such and such a role, and it's like, oh, oh my god, I got a role, and it's like she tried, she did, but it just, I don't know, maybe the overpower acting of a um, uh, Sydney, and I don't know, I don't know, like Kirby, I don't know, it kind of like make her courage to go down or what was it was that the whole purpose of the movie i'm not certain but i didn't take her seriously i mean okay i i can i can i, I see exactly what you're saying um and yeah i have problems with emma roberts overall her act she, she, i mean she's no she's not the best actress around and yeah she did kind of get by for a while with that Robert's last name that was more leaned towards her aunt than her father. You know, we've had that conversation before. Um, and everything. But yeah, I can I, I see definitely what you mean by that. And there are some points of the movie it's like, yeah, she's not believable as this kind of psychotic character, especially towards the end. Um and everything. You know what movie she'd be good in, Jack? You gonna roll your eyes is the hood movie sessions like she'd oh be an a star in the movies okay it's just she'd be better than everybody <laughs> but in this movie oh no she's no. well well i don't think she'd be better than taraji p henson jr i don't think she'd be better than her so okay 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 maybe secondary but it just <laughs> maybe the people she was around <laughs> So, they, so you want to so put her in a season? But even the other characters who not seasoning, it wasn't seasoning. But they, I don't know, they just fit in. Like the um, I think his name was Charlie, and the dude he played in a, a weird show back in it was like early two thousand, well, like t- two thousand eleven, I think ten. I might be wrong. What is his? The, the one with the camera. 
I'm blanking on his name. Like he was oh, fine. Oh, the free. Role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I forgot about. his damn name. Damn it. I was going uh, good with these names earlier. But um, well, his yeah. Character. His character. Yeah. Is Robbie. That's Robbie. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, so after the whole thing where the two girls get killed at the beginning, we get to where Sydney has come back to town. She got this new book called Out of Darkness, where she, you know, she's basically writing a book about her life and how she's had to deal with, you know, all the crazy shit she's been through for the last, you know, basically 15 years and everything. Then why she not in the hospital? Shaking and painting something. Uh, because she's building up to be the villain um, herself. But that's just my that's no. my fan, that's my no. fan fiction theory. No, yes, yes. no, yes. no. You yes. cannot. Yes. I, I would never watch that again. No. Okay. Okay. So okay. Quick, Why? Quick. Okay. So let me explain this. All right. So go back to the first movie. She she finds okay. Her mother had been brutally murdered. By the guy that she was having an affair with, who she thought killed her, which was Cotton. She, you know, ever, you know, Cotton Weary was the one who supposedly killed her mother. But it turns out that it was actually Sydney's boyfriend and and one of her closest friends, because of the fact that um uh, Mrs. Prescott had been fooling around with Billy's dad and basically ruined their family. So that was his revenge and everything like that, right? In the second movie, Billy's mom shows up and gets one of her classmates to go along with it because, once again, Sydney's mom ruined her family, you know, and everything. Broke up a happy home, apparently. Right? The third movie, a random-ass half-brother who felt some type of way, felt slighted because of the mother's past in Hollywood so he decides to try to do some goofy shit and you know and everything she gotta deal with that and then in this movie we get this dumbass cousin who wants to be famous and the way to get famous is oh let me knock off my famous cousin who has had a world world travel uh, of tragedy and everything she's had to deal with all this so what better way for her mind to slowly snap and she's the least to be expected of being the killer okay time okay thank you for your whole you know your whole mini story appreciate it okay so with that said if that happens should that be the last movie yes. of the franchise yes yes it should okay Yes, you, 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 I don't it, think it's gonna happen. But it would have to end. I, mean, I just because like, look, even with Scream Five coming out, I'm like, okay, so what, what's the background of this? Like, is it a cousin of a cousin? Like, I just don't know. Well, okay, like, so gonna... okay, so let's theorize. Okay, so kind of going off on a tangent. I know we totally scoped my screen for, but we're gonna talk some fantasy theories. It's bonus audio. They'd be fine. Pretty much. Okay, so. One of the theories about Scream 5 is that 
one of the, the well, one of the killers. Because keep in mind now, Scream Three is the only movie where you only had one killer, which was Roman. Mm-hmm. All the others you had two. So, so one of the theories that people are kind of running with is that it's probably Dewey and somebody. Now, why Dewey? I have no idea. But yeah, he is believed that Dewey might be one of the killers. It's not Courtney Cox's character. I tell you that much. Gail Weathers. Okay, Gail it's might not be, her. Well, I have a I have a feeling that because I mean. I, I feel like this movie, one of the big three will get killed off. And I feel like Gail is the one that, that would get killed off. But why you got killed off like one of the best ones in this damn movie? Like, don't, don't do that. Like, I mean, that's the whole point of, of like movie franchise. I get it. But like, nah, can you wait to the last one that you kill all of them together? I mean, if you go in that route, I mean, this is just me like just saying I, I don't want to see it, but it could actually happen. I wouldn't be shocked if it happened. At, at this point, you you have to. Okay, how much longer do you see the three of them doing these movies? You know what I mean? If they go, older, but yeah. and plus Courtney Cox they is older the older now. Courtney Cox is the oldest of the three. So she's like like 60? she's in a well, she's old, close to close to sixty. She's getting there. Fifty-seven. Yeah, so she's getting there, right? So how much? I mean. You know, that time and, going by fast. I remember I was a kid watching Friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And, and like, think about, think about 2011 that. 2011 and 22 is just the whole gap of like, dang, y'all old. Y'all older and I'm old. And think about that. When the first movie came out, Courtney Cox was the most famous of the three. Mm-hmm. So think about that. She was the she because she was on one of the biggest shows, you know, that was on TV. You know, personal feelings aside about friends, it was a very popular show. You know, so she was the she was the she was the big name of the of the three. And then it was and then I would say I would say uh Nev Campbell was second because she was on Party of Five. She had done um uh, um um What's the what's the movie with the witches? Uh, the craft. She had been in that. Um, oh, yeah. Wild things hasn't come out yet. I think that came out. Yeah, that comes out after Scream. So yeah, you know, and then of course, I mean, David Arquette. I mean, at that point, he he had done some movies, but he probably was best known for being Patricia and Rosanna's uh, younger brother. You know, because they were more famous than he was. And he was just kind of starting to make his name. And this is the movie, you know, Scream is the movie that kind of put him on the map, really, after that. But, yeah, how much longer do you think the three of them will be doing these? Because, yeah, they are getting old. I mean, Courtney is older, and uh, Arquette, he's old. I mean, he definitely looking in his, in the new one. I don't know if you've seen it. It is is Courtney Cox's character is the Loomis of this one without the dramatics of like, okay, when when is this person gonna die? Uh, <laughs> is that is that her role? I mean, like she should have been dead multiple times in these movies already. I, I mean, we I, know that uh, uh, <laughs> Campbell should have been dead plenty of times, even in this one. You know, in the kitchen, I'm like, oh, she done. What the I fuck? Mean, how how you survive that? 
I mean, I would say that that Dewey would be the Loomis because his character's supposed to be dead after the first, in, you know, at the end of the first one. They only brought him back because when they did the test screening for it, fans really liked his character. So, because I mean, if, when you watch the first movie again, when he's laying there on the um, on the porch after he gets stabbed, he's dead. Yeah. They only they only brought him back, like I say, because tested like when they screened it, people really loved his character. Like, yeah, we want him to live, so that's why. But if you think about it, he gets he gets stabbed in the first one, he gets stabbed in the second one, he gets stabbed in the third one, and this one he get beat with a uh, a bedpan and almost get get shot <laughs> before he gets saved. So yeah, that's the only bump he took in this movie was the bedpan. That's the only bump he took, I think. Black Lives getting hit. Look, he is a former WCW World Heavyweight Champion. You gonna put some respect on this? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna drink my tea while you keep going. So, <laughs> all right. So, so I mean, we, we're introduced to kind of like the old guard, which is the Holy Trinity once again. You know, like I say, Sydney's back in town to do her press, uh, you know, tour for her book. Uh, Dewey and Gail, you know, they're living together in Woodsboro. He's the sheriff of Woodsboro. How the hell he become the sheriff? I don't know, but he did. Um, and then we get the new guy. He's mature in this movie a little bit too. Yes, and, and I reflect, I reflect back to the Rocky movies that uh, we did. And I was like, oh, it's one of them. <laughs> it's like, what happened to your character, man? Like I mean, you were just basically an idiot. Now you more mature. I mean, you still an idiot in a little bit, but it's not pretty shown. But I guess like the age and whatever. So yeah, it's that. And plus, I mean, him and Gail have been married now for ten years. Because you know, at the end of Scream Three is when he proposed to her. So yeah. So yeah, they've been married all this time now. And they've been living in Woodsboro, and Gail is living in Woodsboro. So you know, she she probably. Like uh, I don't know about this, you know. At first, it probably was cool, but then, <laughs> but then after a while, I was like, "What the fuck am I doing here, in Woodsboro?" And you and can tell when she was at the computer typing, "I don't have enough," and basically, you know, in so many words, yeah, I got no I'm, words. Yeah, I can't write. <laughs> yeah, I got no words. That's what it was. I have no words. Word. So, like I said, we're we're inter- I like how they kind of balance of introduce, well, kind of reintroducing. The big three, and then introducing the new characters that we get, like Deputy Hicks, who, you know, okay, let me ask you this: did did it get the sense that uh, his deputy uh, Hicks that she might have had a crush on Dewey? Oh, she did. You could tell. Even freaking Gail Weathers knew. Okay, she knew that Square Limits, and he he's so goofy. See, this is one of the say he was goofy like kind of goofy but it's like okay he know she like it but he can't go there because his wife will beat the hell out of him first and then her so <laughs> yeah and, she was kind of odd in this movie and also too Deputy because whatever her name Hicks, is. Uh, Hicks yeah and is 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 brought up that she went to high school with Sydney so she she yeah. knows all about what happened. So I'm pretty sure did did she possibly have some classes with 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 Sydney with um uh with Tatum with Stu with Billy with Randy 
Did she, you know, you know what I mean? Did she know them and everything? Is so it possible is, she could be the killer of the next one? She, she's like the, pop- now I want to say well, top look, four, but she's the the secondary the, or. That, I mean, it's, it's possible because, like I say, this movie kind of throws a little nuggets in there. Like, I don't know about this Hicks chick. She could be. She might. She might be running around in damn ghost face mask. Never know. Oh, uh, especially how she come out of the damn shadows in the house on sitting. Like, yeah, you know, I remember back in high school. What? <laughs> like, what? what are you talking about? What you- well, what's wrong with her eyeballs too? I was like, is she doing that on purpose? Like, what the fuck is wrong with this lady? Is she on yeah. some type of drugs? It's weird. She kinda, yeah, she is weird. So, um, we get to where, um, basically, um, what happens? Um, the whole thing of where- what the, the bookstore. Yeah, the book the, the bookstore thing, and then you get that whole call and everything. Dewey and, and the whole damn department show up basically, and they go outside and they go in the back of um uh, Kirby's car, and that's where you get like the blood and all of the like pictures and stuff of um, Sydney's book. So of course everybody got to come to the damn police station. Oh wait, that was Kirby's call. I thought that was um Sydney Reno. I thought that was her running call or something. Was it no? Because the fact that yeah, um, I thought she said Sydney yeah. Reno call or somebody Reno call. I remember them saying Reno. That probably was okay, but yeah, but Kirby, Kirby, Jill, and uh, the other friend. I always forget her name. They're they're there, and they're getting questioned and everything. Just like, what do you think about how? that scene kind of plays out. I mean, it was I mean, it was fine. It was nothing like, oh my god, what's going to happen? It was just like, damn, okay, everything is beginning now. No, I think it was the um her assistant car actually. I think that was her. I think I could be wrong. But no, it was fine. I mean, it's open it up slow build up like, oh my god, like murders and now she, you know, she got to stay in town. Um Sydney Because I think she was just supposed to be coming back for that. And then, you know, get in yeah. and get out. Basically, but, yeah. but then also, too. She can't now. Yeah, she's she stuck. Was, yeah, she's stuck there. So, um, <laughs> that whole thing with her, uh, like I say, Alison Brie character in this movie is very weird. And she's almost like, could she be a suspect? Because she's eating this up. And you think, okay, yeah, from from the standpoint, yeah, it's good publicity, but why are you so geeked up about it? In oh, so, um, you talking about um Rebecca, right? You talking about her assistant, right? Yeah, yeah, or her yeah. publisher or whatever. Okay, yeah, Rebe- Rebecca, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was just like I said, because she's weird in this movie too. <laughs> there's quite there's a couple of weird people in this movie, and it's like. Eighty percent of this movie had weirdos in it, and the only two was kind of normal. Is it was Sydney and um uh, and Gail, and well, Gail, Kirby she a just, little she bit bitter. Gail just bitter, like ugh. Like, what <laughs> <laughs> Everybody like, else was like weird. Even even Jill, she wasn't. She was well. She was awkward, kind of. She but she didn't come off as a creep. She, it was just her acting sucked to me, but. Eighty percent of the people in this movie was weird. even Kristen Bell character wasn't weird. She was in it for for like ten seconds, and yeah. it's like. But you see, that's what. But see, that's the thing about 
but see the thing about it is Jill is the least weird of them, but she's actually the weirdest one of them all. <laughs> In the end. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's like she's not, but it's like she could be, and then yeah, because she's just fucking out of her mind. It's just crazy. Oh my god, yeah. would it be famous like my cousin? So okay, so so the message is this: because the, the movie does try to paint a picture of trying to parallel Sydney from the first movie with Jill in this movie and her whole relationship with Trevor. Um, did you get that feeling like that's what he was trying to do, like make a parallel connection between like how Sydney and Billy was to? Jill and Trevor in this movie. Jill and Trevor. Yeah. Yeah. Trevor's yeah, weird. yeah I, was thinking, I, was, weird. I literally was I, I was thinking about uh, um Sydney and, and, and Gail, my bad. Oh, you say Jill. Um yeah. Yeah, I can see yeah. We thinking about yeah, I can see that, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, like they had a little bit shots and they like try to splash a little bit. Cause that, I mean that whole scene in the bedroom, you know, when when Jill goes, she walks into the room and there's there's Trevor literally in her room. It's like what the fuck are you doing here? You know type of thing. And they're talking and and everything because it's kind of reminiscent of when Billy would come through uh, Sydney's you know window and all that in the first mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, and then, and, and, and you know, shout out to um, Neva Campbell, like she. Her acting is just on point in these movies. At first, I was like, she kind of dry, but it is. It did not thought about. I was like, no, her curse is supposed to be like she went through all this crap, so it's like she knows what she, you know, she she knows the template now of what's happening, and then especially when she was at the door, like, oh shit, like I remember this, and she told. I think she was telling you, like, I, you know, like you remind me of me when I was around your age, or maybe a little bit older, actually. But yeah, like her parts in this movie was really good, Sydney. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's another one who kind of progressed as the series went along. Um, mm-hmm, but that, yeah, but that third one, what the hell? And then and wait, question: did, did she was she wearing a wig in that one? Somebody told me she was wearing a wig in three. That was it. Two. I, mean, I think it was three. It's, it's possible. She, I mean, she was in another movie before that. I can't think of it. It was another. I, I think it was another horror movie. It's like she was wearing a wig. I'm like, really? So, so okay. There, there you go. Again. There it is again. That's that's another like connection reference to Halloween. You know, Jamie Lee Curtis was wearing a wig in in the original uh, Halloween. That was just terrible. <laughs> they need to put that rag, that rag in the trash. <laughs> But I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's, it was it's back in the day. I'm just saying, just they could have gave that lady a better wig. But it's but a I very, mean, but it, but it's a very noticeable wig. So. Definitely, they they were just a harness, but this on your head. <laughs> it wasn't like, oh, let's look, make her look cute. Nah, that's what you Why you cut your hair for a lady? So, so now the whole thing is like, okay, everybody needs to be protected. So it's almost like, okay, because Dewey knows, okay. I understand what you know the procedure, what goes on here. We need to basically lock everything down, get everybody together, and we're gonna protect everybody. No one is out of our sights. Which on paper, yeah, that sounds good. You got you got Hoss and um uh Anthony Anderson outside, you know, and everything. You got um Deputy Hicks literally lurking around in the house in the damn shadows. 
and all this shit, which is ridiculous. When she comes, why does she come out the shadows? Talking to uh, Sydney, talking about, you know, we were in the, the Peter Pan play together. Uh, I was one of the Lost Boys. You played Tiger Lily, and like what? And I was waiting for a knife. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting much. for. I was waiting for a knife, or you know, um, Ghostface come behind and just get her, and then she just start laughing and whatever. And then Sydney run for her life, you know. I just don't understand some of these horror movies. How how these bitches like fall down the steps and they still like living, <laughs> like. How and did they just like drag? Like they get up like, oh my god, I'm in pain. But like three scenes later, you fine. Like I just, I just don't get it. Some of these horror movies because movie. That's why. Um. So um, I always forget what the other friend name is. It's like god damn it, because I guess she's that unimportant to me. Um. But uh, she. Well, Kirby and um and Jill. Jill. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe yeah okay yeah maybe so. So Olivia is she went home because she lives across the street, and Jill and Kirby are watching Shaun of the Dead, which I, I always kind of laugh about that. And you know they get the phone call, and Kirby thinking that it's Trevor, you know wanting to talk to Jill, but we know that it's damn Ghostface. Now, how is it that these people live in a universe where? You got the stab movies, which are, you know, the biopics about Sydney's life. So I'm pretty sure they have the ghost face voice in those movies. How is it? How the hell do these people not <laughs> recognize the ghost face voice when he's on the phone? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying, it's like, 2011. I don't know. I, I don't know at that time. I mean, it's it's almost like that whole joke of, you know, the Dark Knight. How the hell Harvey Dent don't recognize the Joker is the nurse until he takes off the face mask? But whatever. Um, yeah. So uh, Kirby's on the phone with Ghostface thinking it's Trevor. And, of course, Ghostface like, I'm not Trevor. You know, that whole crap. And they thinking that Trevor is in the closet. Or whoever is talking on the phone is in their closet. And then you find out, nope, he's actually in Olivia's closet. He bursts out. I actually liked that scene. Like, I didn't say your closet. No. Like, oh, shit. They all, looking, they all looking next. That was tight. I like that scene. It's sound familiar, though. But <laughs> Yeah, they watch. They literally watch as, as freaking Olivia gets Green. thrown around the rag dolls. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but but the only person who actually like let me go try to do something is, is Sydney. She goes across the street. Now question. Yes. So how she go across the street and then when they go back up, the dude go face for you know Olivia on the window shield. How does she get up that quick and then she's back on the bed with her intestines out? How 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 is that possible? I was just like, what the hell? I was like, damn, she ran fast or she ran slow as hell next door. Oh, he's I mean, just a fast motherfucker. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know, but you know, I thought he was gonna just talk, toss her ass out the window. <laughs> That's what it looked like, but he literally puts her out on display, and then, yeah, he tosses her back in the room. So now here's a reference to Nightmare on Elm Street: is when Sydney gets upstairs and he sees and she sees uh, Olivia's body. 
and blew it all over the room. That's almost kind of reminiscent of, mm. of uh, Johnny Depp's death in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. We get sucked into the bed and then all the blood comes spooling out and splashes all over the place. It's almost kind of oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, I, I mean, that's what was like. That's one. I mean. You what was funny about it, you never you don't see him die you just see him get pulled into the bed and then a mm. few seconds later you see the the blood literally come shooting out of the bed but you never see his you never see his body but mm-hmm. from the re, from the reaction of everybody the cops and of course his mother Freddie really fucked him up but you never see it it's just like the smoking mirror of okay yeah we know something really bad happened we just don't know what happened exactly so okay so uh sydney she let's see now why the hell did she pick up olivia's phone first of all putting a foot in the fingerprints on the phone but whatever <laughs> um <laughs> she takes olivia's phone <laughs> and then but jill she shows up there and while they're talking in the hallway, Ghostface pops up, cuts Jill on the arm. Jill, uh, Jill falls down my arm, basically. And Sydney and, and Ghostface get into a fight. They fumble down the steps. And Ghostface takes off running. Halson and Parker, that's his name, uh, Anthony Anderson character, they finally show up. I don't know where the hell they were. They show up. And oh, what's going on here? Now, Trevor right now is the prime suspect because he literally shows up seconds after Ghostface disappeared. So, now when I first saw this movie, I thought it was Jill because I was like, okay, why he ain't just like get her good? <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. And then when Trevor came along. I thought he was a second suspect, actually. And I was just like, oh, okay. Maybe. And, then, and then eventually he turned into the, the first one, you know, when they all at the house uninvited. And I was like, okay, he is the killer. But at first I thought it was Jill because, like, how you just, like, scream? Like, you just, like, uh, okay, she got a little cut and she's still here. Like, I was just, it was just like, okay, she could be a suspect. That's when I first saw the movie. Plus, Trevor dressed like a damn serial killer. Like, what? Are, like, what are you doing, dude? But anyway... Um, and then wait before you move on. So Sydney in this one, she, I mean, you know, the other one, she you know she fight him or whatever. But this one, she's more confident. You can tell, and you know, she got like she got a right with her karate. I just, I just, I just don't understand the the whole down the steps thing. But whatever, she's still okay. But anyway, um, because if I fell down the steps, I'd be crying and huffing and puffing and turning blue and red poking out or something. But okay, whatever. But yeah, that scene uh, was it was pretty decent. I, I'll say this: the the step the stairs in in the Scream franchise have always kind of been a help to Sydney. <laughs> Some weird way. True. Yeah. The steps have yeah. always kind of helped yeah. her out. Um. Uh, so. So now, of course, you know, Woodsboro is now becoming a media circus because one of the most infamous, you know murder you know stories happened way back in the day and now you're getting it back again not only that but the person who was involved with the original you know murder is back in town to promote her book so of course all the damn media is there 
Gail is on her Barbara Walters shit, where she just like, yeah, I'm I'm <laughs> the I'm the biggest and baddest you know woman around. Now she should have became the damn sheriff. The, the way she like pop up everywhere and demand no, stuff, and how she you know like find stuff or whatever. But yeah, she should have been the sheriff. Well, he's a part of the department. But... So why does okay? Why does Gail? basically try to it's almost like she's flirting with these boys when she <laughs> in a weird she put way her mother, it, she put her mother's shoes on her mother pants on mixed with flirting definitely did she definitely had that vibe going on the scene with them it's, it's almost kind of similar to how her and Dewey first talked in the first movie you know and everything because she knows what her demographic is, but wouldn't her demographic have changed now that she's gotten older? I'm just saying, yeah, you know, I would just think of remember, um, the cop, uh, uh, Anthony asked the uh, character, remember, they was in the car and the girl came back, he was like, Ooh, I'm like, ain't she half your age? The little girl, it was a girl, I think it was Olivia, I'm like, What the hell? But go back to this. Yeah, that's the reason. Why, that's the reason why it took them so long to get to Olivia's house because they was well. Who knows what the hell he was doing? Okay, may, okay, maybe why that's why he got stabbed in the head. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, probably, probably so. But um, but just but I mean I did think it was kind of interesting how Gail is kind of old school journalism, and then you have these young high school kids who have you know all the the camera technology and social Not media. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I did like how they kind of like was kind of merging the two worlds together to some degree. I did like that. Um, I wonder if they're gonna do that in in the next movie, but like, well, it, or or she's more advanced now, or maybe she has a kid or something. Well, or, I don't Ghost know like, how they go advanced. about that. But think about that, Ghostface would be more advanced too. You know, looking yeah. at how technology and social media has kind of well, not kind of, but it has evolved even more since 2011. Mm-hmm. I mean, st- yeah. just, just think about it. Ten years ago, the social media that we knew ten years ago seems like the Forever. technology from when the IBM computer first came out back in the day. That's what that feels like now. Even six years ago, social media was kind of peaceful. Kind of. No, no, not just from the peace. No, I'm not talking about from the peaceful stuff. I'm just talking about from like just how technology has evolved. No, no, no. I'm just. I was adding to you what you were saying. Like it was okay. peaceful though. I was just adding to yeah. you. Yeah, no, no. You're definitely right. It, it was more peaceful. Okay, so all right. <laughs> Go so, back. <laughs> we gotta talk about. We gotta talk about uh, the Rebecca. Yes, Rebecca. Oh. <laughs> the parking. The parking garage. Because she gets pissed. Well, she gets fired because, you know, she had her own agenda. Like, she was trying to basically profit off of Sydney. And it makes you kind of wonder, like, how many people over the years have tried to profit off of her story, you know, outside of the stab. Because we never, like, fully got a, a full, like, how to stab movies. Do her... Does Sydney Dewey and Gail get residuals from those movies? Like, what, what are their, you know what I mean? Like, do they have any type of 
involvement in those movies to, if from some standpoint. So we know we don't know anything mm. of that regard, but pretty sure people have tried to profit off of not just Gail and um Dewey, but also Sydney the most because she's the, you know, America's sweetheart in this regard. So because Rebecca's plan fall apart, she gets fired. So she's like, well, fuck you. I'm getting the hell out of this shithole of a town. And this whole parking lot scene is just ridiculous. Um, <laughs> your thoughts about it? It's stalling the elevator. I mean, that was like, okay, okay. I was like, all right, she she gonna get got, but it's like how she's gonna get got. And you know, and then I think uh, Goldface called her or whatever, and she panicking, and then she gets in the car. Did he jump on the car? It did. Like this, did another car went bad. Then she gets out and just saw running for her life. And then, like, he literally came out of nowhere and just went, like, just, well, that's not a stab sound, but, you know. <laughs> and it was just, like, it was, it was fun. I mean, certain, certain killing scenes was fun to watch. I can't believe I'm saying that, but, yeah. Uh, like, I mean, did, did, okay, did Rebecca deserve to die? Yes. Did... She deserved. She could have got stabbed by Jill. She could have got a little brave. She ain't had to die the way she died because I think she she was uh, at the door. And then how the hell did the damn doorknob pop off like that in a hospital building number one? And he just come like he just about to like gut her. Well, he did gut her <laughs> and went crack like that. That like scene itself was cool to see. But yeah, I mean, eh, from a bitch standpoint, yeah, she yeah she deserved to die. But like she could have got a Jill treatment. But I guess they ain't gonna go that route. I mean, I mean, there have been a few characters in the franchise who, who kind of got killed in ways. You're like, damn, did they really need to get killed? I mean, th- okay, think about Sarah, Sarah Michelle Gellar character, uh, character in Scream Two did not deserve to get yeeted off the damn balcony, <laughs> but she did. Is well, like e- even Rebecca, she got. Off the damn parking lot in in the news, well, man, I think, and it's like, damn, like hey, you had to go to that extreme. It's one thing she's like, like she did, but you had to go like, I guess with uh, Olivia, you gotta like up, you gotta, you gotta up your killings, I guess. Yeah, I mean, so okay, that, and that's the funny thing about it, because so far, only women have been killed so far. You know, Olivia gets killed in a real brutal way, which that had to have been um, uh, Macaulay Culkin's brother, the one that did that, because it clearly wasn't uh, Charlie. Charlie. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't Jill, because we know where Jill was. Um, but it makes me wonder: was this was this uh, Jill that killed Rebecca? Because and the only reason why I say that is because why kill why kill Rebecca? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I can see that. She she had she had that's close to close to Sydney. Sydney. Yeah. Yeah, She had to be listening to that conversation that Sydney had with Rebecca in order for her to kill her. So Okay, so while they, I mean, while that whole thing's going on with Rebecca in the parking lot getting stabbed, Dewey holding the press conference. You got Hoss and Parker <laughs> yeah. looking like security. 
Like, what the hell? Gary, why are you here? She's like, what the fuck am I reporting yet? What do you mean? <laughs> her face, her face expression kills me in this movie. Yeah, she asking questions and all this stuff. He's looking like, God damn it, what are you doing here? But, but she, yeah. So while they talking that thing, that's when they look up. Oh shit, it's Jeff Hardy coming off the. T- <laughs> off the t- <laughs> oh no! <laughs> she literally got tossed on top of a damn news van. So I'm like, okay, was she dead when she got tossed off <laughs> off the roof, or, or was she still alive? <laughs> we don't know. She got tossed off the roof, and Dewey's looking now, like animal. Now, you see how they went to that Germanis? Okay, I guess that was Jill who did that, right? Why the hell yeah. she do that to Sydney when it was in the house? Like you just, uh-uh. you know what I'm saying? Like if you want to be dramatic, like her, her beating herself up was dramatic. Why do you ain't do that to your cousin? It was just like you thought she was just be done, like a couple, uh-uh. and that's it. Like I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Well, hey, look, Jill, Jill did not seem like she was the smartest. I mean, she <laughs> she she was smarter than Jill Charlie. Jill Evan Roberts. But, well, no, I'm talking about Jill, the character. <laughs> she, she she was she was smarter than Charlie, which we find out later. But she oh, was yeah, not she was not the smartest. And when you think about it, none of the killers in the franchise are really the smartest. They just they just think they are the smartest. Until they finally get caught. And then it's like, oh no. You know, the type of thing. Um, So, this whole cinema club uh, thing, because this is what Gail... Wish I had Gail, that in high school. But okay. I kind of wish I had that in high school. <laughs> right. It's, not, it's something different. But I went to a high school, so... Uh, well, I, I, kinda, I, I did, too. All, all they care about was, was janky-ass sports. But, uh, and it was funny, I kind of... I kind of told the line of athlete slash movie entertainment geek. But anyway, um, so, so Gail basically, she basically, I want to say, I don't want to say prostituted, but she, she basically, she basically used Sydney to get in closer to these kids as far as getting more like trying to figure out who the killer might be because once again just going back to the first movie you know the 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 whole party scene at the house her and her cameraman Kenny they they roll up she used Dewey to get inside the house to plant the camera you know to get closer to these kids to kind of get a feel for who these kids are so here's Gil once again kind of using that you know experience and savvy to some degree to get closer to who these kids are but she using Sydney. so in a way i'm kind of answering my own question from earlier gail is the one that's basically profiting off of sydney <laughs> what do you think pretty much it? and and the two dudes they was like well we prefer sydney anyway and gail was like fuck like i was like a part of this too so you got like i like how they add that part into it include what you just said you know she prostituting sydney and all that yeah, oh, uh, yes, yeah, well, Gail was not happy when they basically was like, yeah, we don't give a fuck about you. What? <laughs> you know, it's just a, yeah, <laughs> wait a goddamn minute now. You know, we had a deal. <laughs> you know, that was, she was pissed. But, so, okay, so, keep it, 
take away the fact we know who the killers are. Like I say, spoiler alert, if you've been listening to this and we've been talking about who the killers are, like I say, this movie is 10 years old. If you haven't seen it, uh, that's on you. But take away from who we know who the killers eventually are. Up to this particular point in time, just knowing what you know of the first three movies and the first time that you watched this, who were you kind of thinking that the killers might be? It was to me it was Jill, like I said earlier, when she got cut, kind of. I was like, she could be one. And then Trevor, he just came like the first suspect because it's just everything that was thrown his way. And I was like, well, he can't be. It they delivery doing this on purpose. So those like my one and two. And I I didn't actually think of Charlie at all, actually. Like he was not on my list, actually. Yeah, I, I could see that because at, at, up to this point, up to that point, you didn't know that you kind of was thinking that, OK, maybe Charlie is like the Randy. Of the, mm. of, the, of the group, mm-hmm. not not realizing that Kirby is actually the Randy. We don't kind of get that <laughs> later. Uh, right. And I only say that from the whole movie nerd thing. That's that. That's why she's like the Randy of this group. But up to this point, you're thinking, "Oh, Charlie is the Randy," um, and everything, because he has a he has a crush on Jill, just like Randy had a crush on Sydney, even though Sydney was with Billy, just like Jill was with Trevor. So, it, 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 and I think that's one reason why I like this movie because it takes some of the the stuff that we know from the first movie kind of redoes it, but also takes that hard left and makes a U-turn. Like, no, what you think is going to happen. Nope, we're going to go away from that. So I did like how this movie kind of kind of plays with it. So it goes back to what we talked about earlier about how, you know, screen franchise, it takes things and manipulates its audience in, in, in a good way, not in a you know, okay, we're just trying to be smarter than you type of thing. So that's one thing I always liked about that. <clears throat> um, so of course they having this whole uh, what was this like a damn stab? Yeah, stabathon. That jeez, oh, what do you think about this stabathon crap? Why are they celebrating a town tragedy? I forgot who said they was like, why are you just on cancel? It's like, no, we can't do that. <laughs> It's like every year, they don't care. They they, they don't care. the 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 favorite part I got out of this whole scene was um, uh, Gail. Like we was like, okay, she back on her you know reporter days or whatever, and she goes in, and I'm like, y'all don't see her like the way she dressed. She just put herself out there. And, and then I'm she got like, a damn ghost face Right, exactly. I'm like, y'all don't, can, y'all can't say that's somebody mother right there or like old lady or something like they. And she just, hey, hey, hey you know. Like, I'm like, y'all don't see that. I had, I, I laughed at that. Like it was a lot of positive movie. I laughed at. I'm like, well, why she just could wear all black? You know what I'm saying? Without the boots, like wear some tennis shoes or you know what I'm saying? Some Crocs. Well, they had Crocs back then. Wear something like remember the Chinese slippers? She could have wear something like that back in the day, or whatever. Around that time, yeah, I feel a little old. But I was like, what the hell? And then she go put the cameras up. And I was like, okay, all right. So she's doing what she did in the other movie, whatever. Okay, whatever. So 
she goes to the car. She's looking. I'm like, okay. Is, is Goldface going to come to the car? Like, get her or whatever. I'm like, okay. Nah, maybe not. She looks. The the damn dude or whoever it is, it's like, eh-eh, eh-eh. Well, it had to been Jill because the other one was um doing the whole, you know, marathon whatever. And she's like, what the hell? Like, he's literally, like, putting the cameras down. <laughs> like, he's lock, just blocking the view. You don't belong here. And then, I, did she call Dewey? Or he called her or whatever? And then she based on what the location is. And I like how she had the camera. And then she look at the other camera, and Dewey's just like, hey, watch out. Like, come on, wifey, watch out. And then she gets stabbed. I'm like, oh, my God. The first time, I'm like, oh, my God, is she done? She did? I'm like, oh, my God, she's dead. But she didn't die. But I, I like that whole scene or whatever. And then the gunshots, like, he clearly missed on purpose. <laughs> like, he clearly was well, not aiming for a ghost face at all. Well, I mean, to be fair... Dewey does have uh, nerve damage, so and that's why he has to limp. You know, after he got stabbed in the first movie, so and I'm pretty sure it, it got worse when he got stabbed in the second movie. Um, so to be fair, his yeah, his aim is, 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 is well. Look, okay, you know what? I'm I'm mad. I'm about to make this connection. Dewey becoming uh-huh. the sheriff of Woodsboro is similar to how. Paulie from Rocky worked for that damn meat plant for 30 years, even though we know he wasn't wasn't working at the meat plant for all 30 years. So, because Dewey was not a cop at all in Scream 3, and we don't know how long he had been in L.A. So, he just went right, back to Right, 10 Woodsboro. years passed, so... Like he just went back years? to Woodsboro and said, yeah, I want my old job back. And the the sheriff, he probably either retired or he died. And how do we became the sheriff? Because you have to get elected to to be the sheriff. <laughs> so, yeah, they, look. So there. So you know what? There might be some. There might be some screen math in here somewhere too that we don't know about. Because something they add up of how he became the sheriff. Maybe he killed it. Maybe he killed the sheriff. Hmm. So maybe Dewey is the killer. Okay, now you pushing it. Okay, can you get to the scene when the girl she left or whatever, and then I think that's when um oh, I'm blanking on her name. The mom came by. Uh, damn, what is her name? Uh, Mary oh. McDonald character. Uh, Kate, I think her name was. Okay, um, okay, okay. Let me ask you this because you, since you know who Mary McDonald is, I'm surprised that you know her by name. What do you know her from? If you have to ask the closer, and then she had uh, what is it called? What's that show? It had a spinoff, the closer. That's why I know her from Major Crimes. Like Major Crimes, exactly. She was on the closer, and I was like, she's so goofy. And then on the Major Crimes, oh okay, you gotta like really get into like her character to understand it. But besides that, was, I was it, was it, never was it Captain was it was it Captain Raider or Captain Ryder? I think it was Raider, wasn't it? Captain Ra- Raider. Raider. I think it was Raider. Yeah, yeah. Raider. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's I, see, what I, used, I, know her. I used to watch. I used to watch the uh, closer. I didn't watch Major Crimes because I, I felt like things kind of went wrong after after Kira Sedgwick left the closer, and, and they tried to continue on with all the second. The closer, see, yeah, I did. See, I watched we, it. one of these days. We, we could do a recap one of these days. We have time, but um, all right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, real, like real quick, real quick closer talk. Okay. Um, 
Bonus. So, Bonus. Go ahead. So okay. So the fact that I mean everybody know that Kira Cedric is married to Kevin Bacon. They have a daughter together, Susie Bacon. She she showed up on a few episodes and she looks just like her damn dad. Um, but you remember the um, well, not so much the fire the the dude who was the arsonist that kind of had a rivalry with um oh, with Kira Cedric. Not not so much with... him. Yeah, not okay. so much him, but. That whole storyline where it was like them two kind of going back and forth, having like a cat and mouse type thing, right? So I actually kind of came up with a with my own fantasy like storyline where if some way somehow because of the fact that the daughter had been on the show, I was like, well, what if they got Kevin Bacon to show up playing a like a serial killer or something and you know you do a whole like season storyline where it's basically she has to finally find out who the guy is finally catch him and then they have like this really powerful interrogation scene with Kira Cedric and Kevin Bacon and with him as the as the you know the, the serial killer that would have been like a for me, I thought that would have been like a cool thing to do. Because we know Kevin Bacon can play crazy and stuff. Right. It's the dude, you might know his name. He played Rizzoli and I was, I don't know if you watched that show, but they had like a series. I didn't watch that like a the lot. Way... I didn't, yeah, I didn't okay. watch that a lot. Okay. So. It's a, you might know the dude, but if, if you ever saw him, he's an old man and he always went out the, um, I forgot her her first name, but Rizzoli, her last name. I, I'm blank, uh, I'm blanking on her name. But, like, they had, like, what you're saying, like, they had that type of rivalry going all, like, through the season, and then they had, like, a moment, you know, when she was interrogating him. I forgot his name. But, yeah, I could see that. They could have went that yeah. route. Yeah, I always, always kind of wanted that to happen. And then, you know, she eventually left and left the show in the end. So, yeah, we're going to focus more on the secondary characters, which... Right. And which was Rusty, too. Forgot about that. But, um, yeah, him, he was in that whole thing, too. Yeah. But uh, okay, okay, okay. But back to the movie though. So yes. this is when you have, um, she get killed, the the mom, and I'm just like, damn, that's the way y'all kill her. Because Sydney, I think yeah, she was she outside doing something. Was something, and she was doing something, and, and I'm like, okay. And then that's when she came in with the grocery. They find a jail left or whatever. And then Vast will go face popped up, and it this um I can't remember her name. The uh, the deputy. Where, where did she come from? Like. Where did you come from? But 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 remember, before that, you get that whole crap with um, Parker and Hoss out there in the car talking about, you know. Oh them. yeah, I yeah. I would hate to be a cop in a movie unless you Bruce Willis or some BS like that. And that's when <laughs> they get killed because yeah, they goofy as shit. And it's almost like okay, what was oh, the they real that right today? No, no, I'm just kind of skipping ahead of that. Oh, um, okay. Because it's like, what was the real purpose of the two of them, really? And it, and you know what? Because Anthony Anderson has a weird career, if you really like look at it. Because like when he first started out, he was doing a lot of goofy shit, and you know, in movies. And the fact that he's not in one but two movies with DMX is just like what? 
like, all right. And then it's like when he does that whole turn on the shield where he played Antoine Mitchell, just this, you know, this big bad and everything, and he was really good on there. And after that, he does the departed. And then from there, you know, he starts showing up in more stuff. And then, of course, it gets blackish. And it's like, yeah, his career. That movie. What was that movie? Uh, not Jessica. What's her name? Vivica Fox. What was that movie? Uh, Moore Chestnut. Yes, he was in there. Yep. <laughs> I liked him from there. Like, his scenes was cool in that movie. But the other stuff he played in, I was... Kangaroo Jack was okay, whatever. But, like, oh, he's hey, okay. Oh he's not something. Wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> hey, no, 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 not Jack. No, when you said Kangaroo okay. Jack, it, no, it made me think of something. Anthony Anderson oh, has a oops. connection to the Scream franchise more than him just being in Scream 4. He did. He did Kangaroo Jack with Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell played Sydney's boyfriend in Scream Two. Right. He's in. He's in Malibu Most Wanted with Jamie Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy was right. one and two. Yeah. Right. It's like, yeah, he has a. Yeah, it's right. He has a weird connection him. to the franchise. You know, out away from the franchise. Like, no, they do get killed. Yeah, they yeah because doing that whole oh, well okay. So I'm actually watching the movie as we're doing it, just so you know. So yeah, I am too. So you you okay? Yeah, there you go. Right. So yeah, <laughs> so, yeah they, and why this blood like shit brown? But okay, <laughs> but yeah, no, you right. He is doing this whole thing where he he do, and he's he fighting the air because he can't see. And he's slowly dying because his brain had got punctured. And Goldface just standing there like, well, you die already. <laughs> Shit. So the the same one, it was Kirby. So the, the house, of, by the way, the Kirby scene when all of them were out the party, whatever, that was like the longest scene <laughs> in this movie. Like, they was there for a while, um, if I remember correctly. And I'm just like, okay, where the hell Trevor come from? And even Jay was like, I don't know. I don't know where he came from. And it's like, you text me. And he's like, no, I no. She's like, no, I didn't. So she's gone for a while, right? I'm like, okay. Then I was like, well, the first time I watched, I was like, okay, she she got it got to be her. And then it's like when they meet up again, it's like, where is it? And then I was like, wait, maybe he is. And I was like, no, nah, she like I kept going between those two are the killers, like in the movie. And I like how they was like swerving me. Doing that whole time. Yeah, I can see that. I, I definitely can see that. Um. So. Okay, so that, I mean, I'm at the scene now where um, Mayor McDonald Kate has come back with these damn groceries. Yeah, what? yeah, she got okay. stabbed, and that was kind of they could have done so, a better stab. I guess. I mean, no. Okay, so Jill is Sydney's cousin. So does that? Okay, so Kate is the is sister. She, but who's the sister? Who, who's sister? She said the mom. I think I think they said that was her. Um, because the, remember there was the kitchen in the beginning of the movie, something about like I got stabbed wounds or something like something like that. Yeah, my sister. This is my sister daughter. Something like that. They were saying in the beginning. I don't think she said brother. I think she said sister. So I'm assuming that's on the mother's side. I could be wrong, though. All right, because uh, you know what? And, and it's crazy. That 
the line that Stu says in the first movie, it still resonates to this day about Sydney's dad. And I know some people had a theory that Sydney's dad had more to do <laughs> with the plot than what we think. And what if he was actually more involved in the whole murder thing? And it was going to be revealed that he was actually the one who was in charge of what was going on with Billy and Stu. Oh, wow. Because if you notice, you we never see uh, Sidney's dad again after the first movie. And the fact that we come back, we come back to Woodsboro, so is, his, is her dad still alive? Is he dead? Like, character just doesn't exist no more. Yeah. That's weird. So, Hmm. Never know. So, but but you know, okay. So Kate was acting kind of weird too. Kate, Kate. Oh yeah, the mother. Yeah, oh. she was acting kind of. Cause why did she have a smile on her face when they run to the to the back door, and then Ghostface shows up? She had like this goofy smile on her face. I think that's just her. She always have a goofy like. She kind of goofy. Mary McDonald, like just in general, she just seemed kind of like a not not a disrespectful goofy, just like oh, just a goofy lady type of. That's what I get from that. So or, she stab maybe they back. did it like three or four times, and she kept she kept smiling. So they was like, you just keep it in there. <laughs> Probably so. So she gets stabbed in the damn back through the damn uh, yeah. mailbox uh, slot in the door. <laughs> it's like what? Like how would Ghostface even know to stab through there? But okay, whatever. Um. So yeah. So so she's out of there. She's dead. It's like once again tragedy strikes Sydney. So that's another her her mind is slowly snapping. But you know. Um. So yeah. So then you got Ghostface just running around the house outside the house, and Sydney trying to get out. And then right, Hicks. She just shows up out of nowhere. So it's like yeah. Okay. Is she Ghostface? Cause why? How does she just run up and then you don't see Ghostface anymore? So it was kind of weird, like that. Um. So now, yeah, they supposed to be like a little team up and everything, and then we realize, you know, Hicks is actually better at her job than than what you would think. I I would say this: Hicks is better at her job here than what Dewey was in the first movie. Cause Dewey Dewey was just she was doing yeah. too much in the first movie. <laughs> he really was. Yeah, I gave that one. Yeah. <laughs> at least, at least, anytime like something happened, he she you know she jumped to it. She get on the radio, call you know something like you know Dewey. He just was doing a whole bunch of goofy. Even now, you know, he got all this stuff going. I mean, granted, yeah, Gail is his wife, but all this stuff is going on, and he he just Gail, Gail. It's like. You got a whole city to be protected, my friend. But it's Dewey. Our sheriff, right? Um. So, okay, after uh, Gail got stabbed, you think you, you thought she was going to die in this one, right? Um, you said Gail after she got stabbed? Yeah. Wait. She got stabbed? Wait. Hold on, I'm trying. I'm when, blinking. 
Kill got stabbed at the at the uh, stabathon, which is kind of funny. She got stabbed at the th- stabathon. Yeah, you know, my bad. I'm I'm not hearing. I, I I'm thinking of Jill. My bad. I was like, huh? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. My bad. I'm like, wait, she did? Yeah, Gail. Yeah, she did get stabbed. Oh yeah, I thought she was gonna die. I, I thought she was. I was like, damn. Because Gail and Jill, I don't know why I'm getting them mixed up for a half second. My bad. But um, yeah, I thought she was in the hospital scene, and you know, it was the shoulder. That's what come at the end. They figure out like, oh shit, <laughs> you know, how did she know I got stabbed with the shoulder? But no, that was. Did they really had to show the hospital scene? But it, it felt like a, I guess a cool moment. Go, go do your job, Dewey. I guess I hate his name, but it was fine. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I was like, okay, so I'm at the scene where where uh Charlie is getting turned on by Kirby and her movie talk, which, I mean. Yeah, when you got a pretty girl who who can talk movies, it is a great thing. Um, but anyway, um, you're right, Trevor. He do he just strolls in, like <laughs> like he owned the house. Like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, why are you in my house? <laughs> like, what the she hell? couldn't even understand it. Cause like, you know, at one point, I'm, I, I probably I'm trying to remember the first time I watched it with Caribbean. I was like, can she be it? I was like, no. I don't think she could be one of the killers. So just, eh. you never know, because she was very annoyed with him in this movie. It's like, do they have some type of tension with them or whatever? But we would never know because he got shot in the dick, whatever and died. Ugh. But um, the part when Sydney get there and <laughs> Jill has under the bed, and then I like how Sydney got got ghost face. Well, I guess Charlie on the roof or whatever. And I'm like, okay. And then, did she fall? I think she fell, or she was dangling off the roof or whatever. And I'm like, okay. She's still alive. Okay, God bless her. It wasn't no steps right there. So, whatever. Okay. Then somehow she get with um Kirby, and then they downstairs. Like, where's Jill? Oh, she she's fine. She's in the hottest spot. It's like, okay. And then I was like, wait, she, she gotta be. And I was like, okay, maybe not. Whatever. <laughs> and then the whole... If it's call of the horror, and then what's his name, Charlie? He's in the chair. So it's like they literally was tag teaming. Like they literally was like on the same page. Did we get to the end, of course? But like I was like, wow, like that was very. They plan was working for a while. To yeah. the end, of course. But it's like when she was naming all the movies, I was like, okay. Now I looked at him. I was like, it's him. <laughs> I was like, oh. it's him. And that vicious, like that smile. He'd had like the Grinch smile and I'm like <sighs> kind of grin. I'm like, oh my god, and she's unwrapping him or whatever. Or or, 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 just... that, um, or that Tim <laughs> Curry that Tim Curry smile from uh, Home Alone Two <laughs> when he realized that yes! Kevin not supposed to exactly. be in that in that hotel. <laughs> but mm-hmm. but okay, going going back to uh, Kirby and and Charlie for a second. So I will say that that was kind of weird, like how all of a sudden. Kirby is attracted. She was to... drunk though. She was drunk. Trust me. She yeah, was she, she she, she was, was. She was, but okay. But why? 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 Charlie, not Robbie. You know what I mean? Like, so was something always there? Because you know they say you know when you like alcohol is like a true serum to some degree. Yeah, and maybe people... she didn't want to do it in front of her friends. Maybe she already always had a crush on or whatever. Even he was hitting on her in the beginning of the movie. She just yeah. didn't want to do it in front of her friends. So alcohol just enhanced it, maybe. 
Exactly. That's why I was going with it. So while they inside, you know, getting closer, watching damn horror movie, goofy ass Robbie starts recording, live streaming outside, you know, because he drunk and he pissed because he ain't getting no play. So it's almost like, well, buddy, you should just took your did ass. He, did he get knocked out by something? Well, he, he well he runs into the damn uh, flower pot that's hanging. He drops his headset, uh, and then that's what, okay. Uh, so yeah, he he drunk. He walk around with a damn bottle, just just drunk. And they're watching. It looked like stab three. Oh, uh, not stab three, but stab six. One of them damn. I movies. think that's the one they watching. And is yeah, um, Kirk, Charlie. So, okay, knowing what we know of him being one of the killers is almost like, okay, was he really, like, into Kirby, or was this just all, you know, just keeping up a facade? Because it seemed like he, it seemed like he was like, oh, shit, this, this actually is possible. You know, type of thing. Like, I, I didn't think this was, this was possible. You know, type of thing. And then, of course, Trevor brings his goofy ass back and it kind of ruins the whole moment. But I don't know. I just kind of got that feeling like, was he was he contemplating like, damn, I know I was supposed to kill her, but I got a chance with her now. I don't know if I want to kill her. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's that whole thing. And then that's when you get up and leave, and Trevor says, "Oh, did I interrupt something?" That was funny. I like that part. That was very funny when he did that. He caught blocking, um, without even knowing it. But when they so like like a thirty year old man in this part. Just thought about this. He does not look like a high schooler. He looked like he about (laughs) thirty. I actually looked up. I actually looked up him because he was kind of cute or whatever. You know, just looking at him, and I was like, "What the hell." Say, uh, Nico, but he was wearing like this. This, this go go type of his name, and you gonna see what he's wearing. Like, I'm like, what, what is this? Like, he's wearing a dress. I mean, God bless him, but I was like, oh damn, okay. Well, go go, go continue. Well, I didn't so, expect it. So we go back to um, dumbass Robbie outside who got his headset on back because he just all messed up. He ends up at the front door and stab. So clearly that's um, that's Charlie the one that kills Robbie. So why would you kill but okay well it kind of makes sense but why would you kill your best friend? And then he bursts out I'm gay. (laughs) You can't kill me. I'm gay. Like what? And then it, it, it's funny, like him and Ghostface have this kind of like awkward moment. And I guess so that's why I think it was Charlie. Cause Charlie's like, what? <laughs> that's why he was like under the mask, like what? <laughs> and then he stabbed him again. It's like what the hell is happening here? So, but but you know, but Robbie was kind of a he was almost like a nothing character too <laughs> in the overall scheme of this movie. He was he was, he, he was like that. Uh, I, I remember he was used to play on another shot. Like I, I'm a little biased with him. 
He wasn't. I mean, he was okay in his role. Yeah, you could have went out with it, but I guess like the whole technology or whatever. I guess that role with him and uh, Gail. I guess that plays a role. But other than that, yeah, you didn't need to be in it. But it was just another body to get killed. That's why. I so, so, so Sydney shows up, and she's like, "Okay, Jill, we got to go." As soon as he's about to leave, Robbie come bringing his old stabbed up ass to the, to the door, and he fall out. They're like, "Oh shit!" Ghostface come running up. So now you get this whole mad dash of everybody running from Ghostface. It's like, what the hell? So yeah, now uh, what you were talking about earlier about the whole oh, getting the hiding spot. Like what? And yeah, sit Sydney's out here like goddamn Mick Foley on the Dale. <laughs> on the roof. Yeah, like, what are you doing? But I will say this, like the chase scenes in this movie are a little bit more intense than what we would get. Cause like this whole standoff, like with her and Ghostface on the roof, and she just walking on the roof. And go- her and Ghostface had that moment. Then she d- she just walks around the corner. Ghostface, he goes back around the other way around the corner. But yeah, she's just scrolling on the roof. Now, now she up there with some damn them tennis shoes, whatever. Like they want one bad step and she <laughs> rolling off the roof on her neck. She get close. Yeah, she got clothesline and then falls off the damn roof. So now, okay, so now Dewey decides to show back up and I'm in charge. Type of thing. But Hicks is the one that's really doing all the damn work. So. Shouldn't Hicks be the sheriff? Basically. Nah, I, I guess doing he he earned it, so I say he, he earned it. Yeah, does he make sense? No, he doesn't make sense, but nah. So some way uh Sydney don't break her ankle when she falls off the roof and she goes back inside the house. And now her and Kirby they hide they go hide down in the basement. Um. Okay, well, let me ask you this: Did did you ever think that Kirby might be one of the killers? For a moment, I did, and I was like, "Nah, I don't see it. I don't see." It. For a moment, I did. when I first watched it, I was like, yeah. "For a moment, I was like, yeah, maybe she." I was just guessing, and then of course, what happened or whatever. Um, she she clearly wasn't, but and she gonna come back in a new one, I guess. Maybe she'd be in the next one. Who knows? But uh, no. Um, in the when I first watched, I was in the middle. But after that happened, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's not her." <laughs> so, so, so why they so why they hiding? Um, um, Charlie shows up. Okay, okay, this is okay. Now, knowing what we know of who the killers are. Are you trying to tell me that Jill manhandles Charlie? Cause she I mean, manhandled herself, so I guess. Yeah, well, I did, mean, yeah, you. you know, well, I mean, uh, you can manhandle yourself, but did, did she seem she like did that the to, type? Um, Rebecca, so I mean, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, and well, she didn't do it to him. To not Emily. Uh, her name? Her name? Her name? Uh, Olivia. I mean. No, actually, that was uh, that was that, that was, was Charlie. That yeah, that was Charlie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So she she didn't do that one, but 
Because I say he was trying to like, you let me in. I found Robbie. This is his blood on my hands, which it probably was his blood on his hands because he's the one that, that stabbed him. Um, but, you know, sitting is like, you can't trust him. Don't open that door. You can't trust him. He's like, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, I know a few minutes ago, I, you know, I, I had my tongue down your throat, but nah, I, can't, I can't trust you now, <laughs> you know, type of thing. So he's like, please. And then Ghostface shows up behind him and just starts slamming him into the damn uh, into the door and then drag him off and then tie him up in the chair. And it's like, what? Like, really? Okay. Um. So, yeah, it gets to that whole point of where they basically use Kirby's gift against her in a way. Which mm-hmm. I thought was interesting. Because, it, okay, so we're recreating... When when Steve gets killed at the beginning of the first movie, you know, with Drew Barrymore's boyfriend, because he's tied up outside and got to answer questions like, who's the killer? So, it's Jason. It was Jason. Wrong. Have I seen that movie a thousand times? It was Jason. Well, if you've seen the first movie, you know it was Mrs. Voorhees and Jason to show up into the sequel. You know that old thing. Like, you tricked me. <laughs> it's like, that's not a trick question. Which I'm always laughing at. I always, I always laugh at when she, the way she says, you tricked me. How did, how are you tricking somebody when you literally say, who was the killer in Friday the 13th? This is Voorhees. That's like, that's almost like, it was saying, who won, who won uh, the, the WrestleMania main event Oh, between um, you know the, the triple threat between <laughs> between um, Charlotte, Charlotte, Ronda, and Becky, and you know it'd be like, well, it was it was Ronda, you know, something like that. Like wrong. That would be tri- <laughs> that would be that would be trying to trick somebody. But yeah, if you if you literally say who did X Y Z, and because you got it wrong. Oh, they tricked me. They didn't trick you. <laughs> but but it's just the way that Drew Barrymore said, you tricked me. But anyway, <laughs> um, that's just my, that's just me rambling about that. But yeah, but I, I would say that this was probably like Kirby's best scene with her just rattling off the move because it's almost like, yeah, she really did like Charlie. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, she like I said, they use her gift against her because she goes out there like, oh, I'm gonna say this is almost like something from Saul. <laughs> in a way, in a way, like because he's looking around. So okay, where did that knife come from that he had? Did he pull out his pocket. Yep. I don't know. I, um, maybe it was that's behind a, him. But that's a big ass knife. There's no way he could have had that in, in his in his in his. Pockets or something like because that thing would have stabbed him. Because I think one of his hands tied behind his back. No, they were tied to the funny. chair. They were taped to the chair because she 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 um she untapes his hands. Right. So how? And that's when she's that's when he stabs her. Unless he had it like in his shirt, like by his his area. Okay. I don't know how the hell that that was a so, big ass knife. So. Yeah, the last time we see Kirby, she's holding her stomach, but she's not dead, and that's the last time we see her. 
So, I mean, the cops could have got there, you know, saved her because we don't actually see her die. You never know. But didn't in the final that he said everybody was dead or something like that, and then just your cousin still here? I mean, yes, you can always add that up, whatever. But I remember him saying that. I think I think he did say that to her that she was oh shit, she's still alive. Like this bitch won't die. Like, she can't. Let's not forget. Let's not forget, Gail was supposed to be dead in the first movie when she crashed the damn uh, news van. And what oh, yeah. she said was, she, she, I thought you said she was dead. I, I thought she was dead. She kind of still looks it. <laughs> when she walked back, she still looks right. dead. You know, so, yeah, Charlie shows up, grabs uh, Sydney. She tries to run off, and then she gets stabbed by a um, my ghost face and it turns out oh it's Jill so it's Jill and Charlie and yeah I have to agree that this was some very bad you know what I just realized something Trevor is dressed exactly how Sydney's dad was dressed in the first movie when they pulled him out of the closet mm. He got the same denim jacket, that kind of turquoise shirt and khaki pants. Yeah. So yeah, they, they yeah, they did that on purpose. So but the difference is is that you know Sydney dad didn't get shot, you know, you know, in, in the right. Um now let me ask you this. Did, did you, well, up until before Jill shoots him, did you think that he was, like, involved in what was going on? Then for our time, I would, no. No, I was like, oh, no, he, he's not involved. You could just tell on his face that he didn't have no clue what was going on. But it's just, the way they waited, they positioned him in this movie was like, okay, you you are the prime suspect. Like every time you pop in the scene, it's like all these red flags. But at the same time, you you don't know what's really going on. You try to get your girl back, and you don't understand that you are the prime suspect. <laughs> then he you know gets shot in the dick or whatever, and that's when he had this like love fest with um Jill and um what's his name Charlie. And I'm like, what the hell? And then you have you know what I'm saying sitting right there looking like what the hell like. The hell's going on? And they, you know, of course they stab. That's it. She's dead. She's done. And then she does her whole, that whole scene of her just, like I said, it just, it, it was too long, one. And it was just so much that she did to herself. I mean, I laughed. I just laughed. I was like, damn, she's a terrible actress. But, like, far as this movie. And it's like, okay, then she finally lay beside her cousin and then the cops come and she she wants to be famous and it's like sitting looking like you stupid bitch like the whole time before she died I'm like okay like she just looked like why would you want to do that like it just I mean she explained why she wanted to do it because she had but to grow up motivation, you know, their, okay, around their motivation their motivation is uh, is ridiculous their motivation is yeah ridiculous. the story at the end was they, it felt like they was lazy with the with because, the um with that plot it was lazy like, with the ending I think. Like, like what they say, you know, the world only heard about what happened to you, but with us, they're going to see it. So basically using the social media and like streaming to actually 
live stream like certain stuff from what actually happened and to manipulate them being well thinking that there is going to be the last two but it's like oops nope soul survivor <laughs> and Charlie like oh no <laughs> you know and for a split second, you almost feel bad for him, but it's like, no, because he, he stabbed Kirby, and Kirby was like everybody's favorite. And <laughs> But that look on his face when she stabbed him, you know, that second time, he's like, oh, no. You know, because he really thought, I guess he, you know, he really thought he was going to, you know, I don't know what Jill did to him, but she really had his nose wide open thinking like, yeah, we gonna do this, we gonna do this, and her whole thing the whole time was yeah, I'm gonna be the sole survivor because I'm gonna be the new Sydney Prescott. And for a split second, it would have been interesting if they had killed off um, Sydney and let Jill survive, and the movie actually ended with that whole thing of where Jill Roberts was the, you know, soul survivor and she's a hero and blah, blah, blah. And then the next movie you could kind of run with, okay, Jill is the killer. And how is she going to keep this facade up of her being the killer? Okay. You pushing it. I'm glad I didn't do that. Several actresses in these movies, in this movie, I don't want to see her in another one. Oh God, no. Oh, well, God. I well, I, I, I I'm talking about the character. I'm not talking about uh, Emma Roberts. I'm, I'm just talking about oh, the character. Oh, okay. Chill. Okay. I mean, they can look, 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 look. We seen look. If they want to switch actors, you know, from movie to movie, we've seen that happen. I mean, just look at <laughs> Batman Begins. You know, Katie Holmes turns into Maggie Gyllenhaal. So yeah, if they want to do that, they can if they want to. And and everything. So yeah, now we had the part where Jill got a okay. Only got a, only got so much time before the cops show up, so I gotta make this scene look good. Yeah, so. that 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 was it was overkill. They go to the hospital or whatever, and I love Dewey talking to her, and he just looked like, oh okay. It's like yeah, I want to write a book, you know, with your wife or not, Sydney, Gail. He's like, oh, oh, that's so nice of you, but you know, you traumatized basically. Like, why is she like, you know, saying all this stuff? And when she was saying that, and then he told her, oh, you know, mom's gone, whatever, you know, her mom gone, whatever, but but it's touch and go. But Sydney is still here. And she's looking like, oh, shit, she is. And that's when he went to go see um, Gail. And I, I love that scene of like, how did she not like stab in the shoulder? You look like, oh shit, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. Like she's the killer. Like I like that scene. But at the same time, why would you? But she plotted to kill her mother too, and it's like, why would you do? Like what? And she she said that she was like, yeah, mom had to go or something like that. <laughs> it's like she didn't want to do it, but it was part of the game or something like that. I'm like. I thought y'all said it was new rules, so not kill your parent, your 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 person. So 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 where's Jill dead? Does her dad show up in the, in the next one? You know, because we don't know who her dad was. So That's yeah, we we could get because it's funny that the the tagline for the for the poster of a uh, screen five is that the killer is 
the killer is on this poster. Now, keep in mind, you got the entire main cast and Ghostface is on the poster. So, yeah, the killer is on the poster, but I'm thinking what they mean is that one of the actual characters that we see on the poster is the killer, not Ghostface, because Ghostface, of course, is the killer. We know that, but we don't know who the hell's under the mask. So, yeah, um... So yeah, the cops finally show up. Jill, yeah, like you say, position herself right there next to um Sydney, which is kind of funny. Even make sure her hand is is positioned the same exact way, which I thought was kind of funny. So they show up and they see like, what the fuck happened here? Which if you do walk into that crime scene, it is like, what the fuck happened? And do it, he's like, God damn it. Falling off faster, shit. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the look that he take. No, he take his hat off. He got to brush his hair back and everything. And it's kind of crazy because Hicks is looking at him the whole time, like, "Oh, I'm so in love with him. I just, if only that girl was would just die already." You know, that's probably what she was thinking. <laughs> um, because I do. I think Hicks actually had a thing for doing. I really do. Oh, uh, but yeah, that whole hospital scene just. <laughs> I, I loved it. It didn't remind me of Halloween a little bit too. Yeah, I loved yeah, it. They're in the hospital, it's a yeah. pleasure. Yeah, and I was just like, okay, all right. So I was like, okay, and I just like I said earlier with the whole doing and Courtney Cox saying with Gail Weathers saying, and then they realize that Jill is the killer, and they go in and she beats him with a bedpan, the the, the old fashioned one, the silver one. <laughs> he is knocked silly to another world, maybe to the first screen movie. It did. You got um before that. So like, why why did Gail had to say, Dewey? It's like you just couldn't come behind the clocker or something. But no, she had to say something, and that's when the whole cop came and the hell she be coming from. And then she saved her life, and then she get shot. And I'm like, okay. And and, and Gail just like, oh, okay, well, okay. Let me let me move over here. And then she was like, clear. She was like, clear. And then Sydney just went. <laughs> Like, I but, okay, but 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 I had to think about that, right? So I like how they basically played Jill because they knew Sydney was alive. She didn't, so she's just keeping up the facade and the look on Dewey's face is like, oh my god, this girl is crazy. Like she really thought that she was getting away with this because he's, yeah. you know, he already know that. Yeah, Sydney is alive. Yeah, she's kind of banged up because she's been stabbed, but she's fine. But Dewey, I feel like this is like some of Dewey's best act. Well, David Arquette's best actor because he's act, he has to he has to basically get her to you know eventually get out of that bed to try to go finish the job and not basically be like he's so disappointed because you can see it in his eyes like he. He wants to cry because it's like, like really, like this girl really did this shit. Wait, and so they, they, so Sydney plotted that and it's like, okay, let's get her in the room. I, I don't I, think I, that. I because, feel like because. Oh, okay, go ahead. No, because I mean the the way Dewey's the way he's talking to her, 
it's like they thinking, okay, yeah, she gonna try to go in there and kill Sydney. Cause the way he's like talking with her is like he's trying to get her to kind of do something, you know, extreme, which she eventually does. That's that's what it that's what it feels like. If you didn't have that scene with Gail, I'm like, okay, I see what you're saying, but I, that don't make sense to me. Not no, that. I mean because no, if that scene never happened. Because yeah. when he, when he says that you know Sydney, you know Sydney is alive, you see the look on her face like that bitch just won't die, <laughs> you know. Terrible. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Why would he have the scene with with Gail then, and he go, oh crap, like she's the killer. Like that's that's what I'm saying. If that scene well, wasn't there, like, oh, okay, I mean, it was a setup. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm just trying to connect these two. That's right. <laughs> He's always old crap. You blanked out. What'd no, you I say, no, I say because Dewey, Dewey is Dewey. You know, he, he always, oh no. You know, uh, and for why he's Dewey. That's true. So, because it's like, yeah, it's like they, it's like he realized, like, wait a minute. It's like, oh shit. <laughs> it was like we say, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Take off running. <sighs> you just won't die, will you? <laughs> she got strolling. Oh, there it is. Michael fucking Myers. Yep, see? Once again, going back to the Halloween. So, okay. This is how you know Jill fully snapped. She really was going to try to kill this woman in the hospital. Would clearly nurses or anybody can just walk in and see her strangling this woman in the bed. Like that's how you know she was just out of it. But yeah, now we get this damn uh, street fight. You know, basically Rocky and uh, Tommy Morrison fighting. I ain't hear no bell. Yeah, going back to that, right? Um, but yeah, she was no, in the way she was fucking up for uh, Sydney. So, <laughs> oh, excuse me. So, you know, do we? Jesus Christ! And then he got the—he pulled the gun out. What? What if somebody would have came around the corner? He would have shot a damn nurse or somebody. Austin beat the hell out of McMahon with the bedpan. <laughs> That's what this was. She beat the. Dewey should have been dead from this because she hit him in the head at least three times with that bedpan. Oh my god. And then she told all the ending of the movie supposed to be at my house. I guess this is the alternate ending. See her, her yeah, her mind is all messed up. Girl was all she was all screwed. And then Gail coming in, oh shit. Oh shoot. <laughs> right. Exactly. What about the book? You know, it, it, Gil trying to. Oh my God. Then Hicks coming in, do a damn Roman Reigns spear, spearing Gil across the bed and shit. It's like, all right, you want to play games? I'm gonna kill Dewey. I'm gonna make sure he did. No, I, I find this scene interesting too because it's. Is all the women 
involved. Dewey is not even uh, a factor here. It's just all the women have, is the ones who really make this scene. So I thought that was thought yeah. That was kind of, he was just there. Mm-hmm. I thought that yeah, was a good choice was, though. He was just yeah. I, I, I like the ending, and it's just like damn, like she's she's gone. I was like at the time, like are they gonna do a new another movie? And then you know he. Um, the director, I think he died, so it's like, dang, like, I guess we're done with that, but you you never know. And now we have the new one coming out soon, so yeah. So, you know, what? after watching this again, I'm kind of thinking, like, maybe Gil is the killer, <laughs> she's, she's the one that's profiting all of, off of all of this because the stab movies she gets a based on the book by Gail Weathers credit. So yeah, mm. she gets so she gets money off of those stab movies. Now, I don't know about Sydney, but Gail does. Hmm. So yeah, maybe maybe Gail maybe Gail is the killer. I don't know. I mean she, she did get stabbed like a Jill kind of so yeah I can see that. I didn't even think of, I didn't even think that far. <laughs> so but um uh anything goes because I, I gotta go. Okay. Um, no, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, yeah, so Jill Roberts, once again, a family member or somebody really close to Sydney is the killer. I mean, that's the kind of the running theme of these movies. Um, so, <laughs> it is. so, of course, before we get out of here, um, favorite character? Uh, Gail Wevers and, and Sydney Prescott. Gail is number one. Just just her acting in the movie, her scenes. I, I always laugh, and it, it was fun seeing her in this movie. And Sydney, you know, she did her parts. Like when it came to fighting and running away with the steps, like she was doing the big. But um, and then Dewey, like the, just the trio, I think did good. Um, outside of it, um, I mean, Curb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was good. Yeah, she, she could be that that fourth person. Um. Yeah, other than that, yeah, those like my one and two people. Dewey's like oh. by default. But yeah. uh, what would you rate it? It's one of my guilty pleasures. Man, it was so hard to find this movie. Um, so would you watch uh, it? Out of five, uh, actually two B because I had to pay for it. It was like uh, yeah, same. Yeah, I was gonna pay for it, but yeah, um. Yeah, I, I was going to pay for it. I was like, because eh, the commercials were whatever. I was like, well, I mean, I mean, it is one of my favorite screen movies for some reason. It's like a guilty pleasure. Uh, I give it like a 3.5. That, that's how I go with it. It was good. 3.5. I mean, like I said, as long as it's rated better than the, the third movie, that's fine. So, yeah. Third one is. Man, I, know. I I try to blank that one out. <laughs> I blank that one out. So. Well, well, all I all I will say to you is make sure you listen. Go back and listen to um to the third episode because <laughs> yeah, I had some thoughts about that one. Um, but yeah, uh, that's pretty much it um for this episode. Uh, that's how I'm, I guess, ending January. Um, everything. I don't know. I don't know if I'll have a Scream 5 or part of January or not. Not sure just yet. But um but yeah, thanks again, Keita, for joining me. Um 
gonna have to have you back again at some point, of course. So, um, well, thank you for the invite. Appreciate you, sir. Yeah. So until next time, peace.